0: Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Pastor John and Pastor Kenny, and we talk about what it takes to close out a sermon series. We also discuss this week's message in our series, Won't You Be My Neighbor? We hope you enjoy the conversation. All right, welcome back to Armchair Preaching. This is episode number thirty here in the armchair with uh, Pastor John, Pastor Kenny. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Yep, yep. good to be here. Excellent. Today uh, we are in. Uh, we we're, we finished up our series um, this past week. Won't won't you be my neighbor? Before we get into that message, uh, want to talk about the 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 closing of series um, we are as we've talked about on the podcast before we do sermon series here that's that's our typical preaching plan We don't follow the lectionary some of the series follow the liturgical calendar but mostly we do series whether it's a book of the Bible series or or a topical series um, but I just want to open it up what are you guys thinking when you when you think through the last, message of a series what are you hoping to accomplish what are some of the things that you worry about when you get to the end of a series um so i'll I'll throw it over you john first what are the sort of the the considerations that you bring to, to bear in that that final message of a series
1: well one of the things you think about is is you know when you're in the middle of the series you're kind of Focusing on continuity and, and flowing from one and into the other. When you're at the beginning of the series, you're thinking about okay, set set the, set the parameters. You know, set set the stage for this. And when you're when you're at the end of the series, it's like okay, for those who did who missed it, for those who um, who, who were even with those who were here, where have we been? You kind of it's really a uh, you really a strong. I feel a strong need to re, to review. Mm. Where have we been? What's this been all about? Yeah. But probably the biggest thing, and I noticed that you and I both did this this past week, the biggest thing is to not let the series be a one and done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that it's, you know, I man, we, you were, you said it so well. It's just like, man, I don't want this to end here. Yeah. I don't want us to think just because we're done talking about it in church means we're done living it out in life. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably the biggest thing in my mind.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I especially, I don't know what it is about this particular series, the the Won't You Be My Neighbor series. I felt a, sp- a very um, particular... Um, uh, felt a particular drive in that direction for it, because for me, uh, I I feel like we are always looking for the excuse not to love our neighbors. <laughs> I think we're always kind of looking for, and we've talked about it ourselves. You know, our own challenges to living that out, and so I think the the idea of Listen, this is not now 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 is not the time to stop loving your neighbor. This is actually the time to take what what we've been talking about and move forward. Kenny, what about you when you're at the end of a series, what are some of the things that you're kind of considering?
2: Well, I think the ch- the challenge is to do what you guys just said, which is kind of Review, catch everybody up, uh, make sure that there's there's a final call to to keep living this series of messages out and apply yeah. it and keep exploring what that means. But then there's always usually that last sermon also has its own last big idea yeah. that you're trying to preach on. Yeah. And so I think it's the bookend. I think that really the real challenge is is not enough time how to yeah. do justice to the one big idea you want to finish with, but still do the other things we're talking about and, and, and finish a series. That's so that's, the opposite that, the, I think that's the challenge.
1: Yeah, the opposite of the start. We had the same issue at the start yep. because you're so busy setting up yeah. the series. You chew up you know a third of your time setting up yep. the series, and you don't have enough time to really dig deep into the yeah. theme of the day. It's the, op- it's the, end. Yeah. And the opposite think, end.
0: I think that, that challenge is particularly strong uh, when you have a series that is beyond four to six weeks. This series was nine weeks eight nine weeks and Mm -hmm. so we covered a lot of ground there was a lot of ground a lot of different angles um a lot of very practical things john one of the things you did uh, i think exceptionally well is you just went through this is these are the these are the takeaways uh this is the first week second week third week these are the takeaways that Mm -hmm. that we called you to Mm -hmm. and now the challenge is to to the one big takeaway that kind of overarches the entire series is live differently in one of these ways, I mean, yeah, picked, yeah. But it, but I think the challenge when you have an eight or nine week series is that you get a, uh, you feel like you do have to kind of go back if you missed anything or most you know you, no one has remembered everything and then having to pick out the things that you're going to to mm-hmm. highlight. That, that set the course for the whole series a little easier in this series because we did have those takeaways. So yeah. we had a one singular kind of takeaway point that we we were highlighting each week so we could say you've had this yeah the eight yeah the eight the eight or so calls to action mm-hmm. um, but even that that's that's considerable
1: amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know? I also felt the I felt towards <clears throat> the end of this series a- as we got to the end of the series, it felt like it needed more weight. Yeah, to, the, the ending itself needed more weight to mm-hmm. kind of punctuate all this journey that we've been on, and so that's you know when I was landing it, I was like, I, I want to go back to where we started, yeah. and then land, end with this this epic, this epic challenge of Jesus. Okay, yeah. you got it all that got all that figured out there. Go do it. Yeah, go yeah. and do likewise.
0: Yeah, you really picked that going revisiting the Good Samaritan story at the very end of the message this week, mm-hmm. really creating like the bookends like you talked about yeah. hey we talked about this now we're going to end with this and that was a really yeah. i think a powerful way to but it
1: was an impulse that that felt like this series maybe maybe it was unique to this series because it was mm-hmm. so you know action oriented and and practical that mm-hmm. hey you know what let's let's land heavy yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah we and and i i think um one of the things that's interesting about this particular series and we've done Lengthier series before Kenny, you and I've done series of, you know, eight to ten weeks before. I think one of the things that gets interesting is is my own internal reaction when a series goes beyond six weeks or so to see how I'm feeling with the theme. Is it still fresh? Is, is it, it still, still fresh? Is there yeah. still? We're human beings, and so there's that. There's sometimes a you get beyond the four or five week series, and <laughs> and my own. Uh, my own kind of attention span to say, well, you know what? You can't talk about this enough. And, and, but to say, okay, how do we, how do we bring a freshness to this? I think that's a challenge in a more of a lengthy, I I don't know how people do the two years through you know, Romans or something. Lots like. of breaks. Lots I've of breaks. I've done those. Yeah, so. yeah. You take lots of breaks. Yeah, yeah. 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 You have to do that. Well let's um let's circle on to this series, the the or the the closing message. Uh, the the key passage of scripture comes out of Matthew twenty five, the mm-hmm. least of these um the least of these uh kind of teachings of Jesus, this this point where Jesus is talking about the separation of the sheep and the goats and setting the the scene in the throne room of heaven. Them. When you're approaching this week, John, what are the things that really pop off the page to you that you wanted to? I mean, uh, there, are, there are obvious things, but what are the things that really pop off the page to oh you? Oh my
1: gosh! In the middle of the preparation for this, you know, when you're dealing with eschatology here, you're dealing mm-hmm. with uh, the, the you know an understanding of of uh, eternal you know reward and consequences. You're dealing with some really heavy matters, and I, I, at one point I said out loud. I feel like I've got the tail, the proverbial tail of the tiger, and yeah. right? I've got to hold the tail of the tiger. It's like this is so big of an animal that I've got a hold of right now, and I'm trying to, you know, with the limitations of the last Sunday of the week, trying yeah. to trying to f- focus in to be able to speak about it, so you the passage actually comes to life and 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 be faithful to it. Yeah, and and then apply it to what it means to live a life now. Yeah. So that was that was much on my mind. is just how 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 massive of a topic this was. Yeah,
0: again another one of those whole series could have been preached off this this one passage of scripture. I think I looked at this and and this is such a um kind of a well-known, almost like the good Samaritan, such a well-known phrase, you know, as you've done unto the least of these, you've done also to me. I think for me trying to look at this and say, well, what is it? What is it? What does it look like? Why is Jesus saying this here? So I kind of looked at the context. Of where this was in Jesus' ministry life, this was the basically the last full message that he yeah, teaches to his disciples. You know, you look at the the next several passages; he's it's headed towards arrest and 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 crucifixion. And so, um, but it's also in this con this larger context where the disciples have asked him, you know, what's it going to be like? What are the what's the end times? You know, what, what's it going to be like when the the kingdom of God comes in its fullness? And then he brings into this this idea. Well, we don't. Even the Son of Man doesn't know the day or the hour, but but it's coming. So be ready. And how you're ready is to do something. Do do the work that the that the Father has done.
1: So so how how did you think about? I know you talked about the sheep and the goats, and you yeah. talked about you know what that meant in the in in the day. But how did you think about what that message is? Is saying to a congregation of people listening to this message that there are sheep and that there are goats, yeah. and the the underlying question of, am I a sheep or am I a goat, yeah. and what are the consequences of being a sheep and what the consequences of being goat? How are you? F- just processing that prior to delivering.
0: Well, when I looked at this, one of the things that was interesting to me is you have uh, you have Jesus y- utilizing the the Daniel title, Son of Man. Mm-hmm. You have also utilizing the, the the image of the throne room that's all, that also comes out of Daniel seven. Um, but what is unique about how Jesus portrays himself as the King in that Matthew twenty five is interestingly. It, it sounds like he's presenting himself as a king judge, but really he's presenting himself as a king shepherd. And so the idea of sheep follow the shepherd. So when he separates the, co- the goat and the sheep, it's the ones that are going to follow him most closely. The litmus test is not, did you do right or did you do wrong? The litmus test is, did you follow Jesus or not? I'm not sure that in my message this past week, it came off as clearly as I wanted it to. This idea that you we, we both talked about this is not an earning your salvation mm-hmm. thing, but the thing that jumped off the page to me was that Jesus uses the sheep and the goats not to say you're a sheep and you're a goat necessarily, but to say you're like a sheep or you're like a goat. And goats, I mean, they can be pretty obstinate animals. Sheep tend to follow a little bit more, you know, deliberately the shepherd uh, because that's where the protection is. That's where the that's where the food is. Um, so for me it was interesting because I always look at that as a
1: very judgmental passage. It sounds very judgmental. But people but, people will be troubled by that because yeah. you, you mean your faith they're troubled by the fact that, that there is this <laughs> idea of eternal separation from God. Yeah. And this seems to say that there's a deliberate Deliberateness on God's part, yeah, about that separation,
0: yeah, yeah. But the idea is the fact that if you are a sheep, you follow the shepherd. Yeah. Um, it's 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 na- it's a natural part of what it means to be a sheep, and and the shepherd was about loving the least of these. The thing that really tripped me up this weekend is, you know, I always took for granted what it meant the least of these. And I read probably three commentaries, and they all Jesus
1: the followers of Jesus, and yeah, yeah. where they talk- I, I liked how you. I saw that and left it. That's one of the things I left on the cutting room floor. And
0: I, that was one of those decisions. You know, this is where you start thinking about the people in the room, right? And I there were, there, and I'm not going to name names, <laughs> but I'm there are people got in the individuals room. in your mind. There's you somebody hear. in that room. I know there's a few people that would come and question me. Now I read this uh, from this commentary that said this is talking about. Christians, Bru- Christians, yeah. or even more narrowly, and I didn't bring this up. I, I read commentaries that, that that talked about the fact that this is not just Christians, but Christian missionaries, specifically those that are sent by God. Because, you know, in that passage, he's talking to the disciples and he's talking about their future mission. The problem with that, and I, this is one of those I had to make a decision in the moment because I had it in the notes. I, I when I went through it the first time, I took it out. But then I start. (laughs) You catch somebody's eye, and you start thinking, "Oh, I better put this in because I know otherwise I'm (laughs) going to get asked about." There's a topic for another. That's a whole. Yeah, it's a whole. What do you do when you know that there are individuals
1: who have theological
0: scruples about something? Yeah. 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 So I so I made a quick little you know moment about that. and the reason I did was because to compare what Jesus says earlier in the passage to what he says later in the passage, because he in verse forty-two he doesn't talk about brothers and sisters; he just says least of these, and that's that's and and he lands it. But he also is he's only talking to his key disciples at this point. So to me, exegetically, it doesn't make sense that he's talking about disciples about those who are going to be on the receiving end of the least of these, and the other side of it too. Um, is that even if Jesus is talking about those who receive the brothers and sisters who are, in fact, Christians, would he expect any less from his own followers to reach out to those who are on the margins? And the answer to that question is, of course not. Um, So... That was kind of one of those decisions in the moment where you have to make that decision. In the moment. That's why
1: <laughs> I'm thinking I've got a tiger by the tail. That's this, right. There's so much, yeah. so much you could do with this.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 And to, to me, the challenge really came down to how much do you, you talked a little bit more about the eternal separation or the kingdom of God thing. I, that was one of those. I'm like, mm, that's not my, the point of the message is to love neighbor right uh, to get to to circle that back and say there's got to be a fundamental difference between how we live now than how we lived four to six eight weeks ago mm. and so I, I kind of left that on the table there um, what else was there anything else that you left on the table yourself John
1: um, left on the table w- would like to have spent more time on there's there's several yeah but I, I left the sheep and the goat conversation out entirely yeah I mean, other than to say that they're to under to, to use the sheep and the goat to explain the the you know with God separated from God, and left it out entirely because I really just wanted to get to. First off, I had a long illustration at the beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that 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 also affects you sure. know, what you're, what you're going to do in the in the sermon. Um, but uh, but I really wanted to get to the to the question of whether whether works righteousness. Was being talked about, being read into this, mm-hmm. and if not work righteousness, how do you reconcile that with with Jesus only? Yeah. So I needed to get to that that point. So that I meant leaving out leaving out the discussion of who the least of these was, and yeah. and even what it would look like for us to to literally do these these very things to to yeah. get the couple you know, the, the feed the naked and clothe the clothe the clothe the naked, feed the whatever. <laughs> clothe the naked feed the hungry feed, feed the naked feed I get the this naked. right here feed the naked clothe the, <laughs> hungry. Visit Watch the naked and afraid I don't know there's something in there I don't know what's going on uh <laughs> feed the hungry clothe the yeah, yeah. clothe the naked That's yeah
0: it. well and there's so much you know there's so much in this and, and you think about um even how I mean I, I, there were things like I you know I, I initially in the initial draft of this I was going to do a little bit more with the Daniel piece because Talking about the Son of Man, the King piece, well, that's just a ton of stuff you can't really go into in, in
1: I think that's one minutes. of the challenges with this, is that there, each one of these segments of thought really could be, to, to adequately unpack it so you can come away with something that, that makes sense if you didn't know anything about this passage, it takes a lot of time yeah, to to, mm-hmm. un, to unpack it. So yeah. unpacking the Daniel piece, you put it in there, but you would have liked to spend spent more time.
0: Yeah, because to me, I think that, that the whole idea of just, you know, one, that this is this is coming out of a prophetic. There's there's some some deep even when there's no direct quotation. There's some deep prophetic uh, um, allusion in in Jesus' words. That to me is that's always so profound. But I have to ask the question, and and Kenny and you and I have talked about this too. Profound to me, sitting in my office, mm-hmm. reading commentaries and study Bibles, and,
1: and... Does not translate into a profound yeah, right. experience for all who are, who are you, listening,
0: you know? Yeah. Uh, so, Kenny, talk to me about... You're, you're sitting there audience-wise. You are um, assisting in Vine this week. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're receiving kind of the last... you're You have a unique perspective as a congregant in those moments. When you're listening to a message, do you think through... Do you go into well, how would you have preached this, or how would you have unpacked this, or what what else oh, ask- yeah,
2: yeah. You can't not. I mean, I think we all would say that it's impossible. Yeah. When when you preach and teach as as often as we do, and you look at it as both a, a gift and a skill and a craft, you're always curious to see other people do that and yeah. how they do it, and you you think through. Well, they made a choice there. They chose like like John. Um, uh, listening to yours, I uh, I noticed the length of that opening illustration. Mm-hmm. But I also understood the rationale for why you did that. You knew where it was going. Yeah, to... and I thought, well, okay, well, this makes sense. It, 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 it's good to build that kind of story into something that shows how many different types of people were used in this this ministry that this woman that changed this woman's life in the strip club ministry. And, um, and I thought, oh, I know where he's going with that. And it's, pr- it's probably worth it to build the time. But I also knew that was a choice. You had to say, well, if I'm going to build that story, um, it means I won't have time for other things.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and so I do think in both situations, you know, John's I, I went back and listened to in our archives, and yours I was listening to live. And there is something about knowing generally where you're both trying to go and then watch you do it in real time. It's yeah. kind of cool.
1: Yeah.
2: It's kind of fun to see that. And, um, you know, but but it's also neat. Someone asked me today, uh, who, who doesn't regularly attend both services said are you guys you know do, do, do are all the services preaching the same things and I said well you know we do we pick the same key passages we're in the same series we have the same big ideas I said but that doesn't mean they're the same sermons yeah and you guys is, this past week is a great example of that mm-hmm. you're in the same key text same big idea but you both chose to emphasize different things for different reasons
0: which is why more and more folks in our congregation, <laughs> are choosing to because I hear this I hear this more now than I have ever heard it since we started recording or, or live streaming our services people are choosing to worship one place and listen to the yeah. passage and yeah. they're choosing that as part of their 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 spiritual supplement which I think is such a strength for us I yeah. think that's a strength because mm-hmm. because as we've pointed out even between the two of us now, we didn't cover everything that could have been covered in 45 minutes worth of preaching. Um, but you're getting a lot more than if you just heard 20 or 25 minutes worth of mm-hmm, preaching. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we have that opportunity, um, and again, we have to make, as we've talked about many, many times, we have to make a decision about the the, the congregation that we're preaching to, the context, and, 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 and where in and our own unique personalities that, 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 that hone in on different aspects of a particular passage, but mm-hmm. yeah. Th-
1: this has been a, I know this is a broader topic here, but the, the, the series itself has been interesting for me to hear the feedback loop. Yeah. Uh, on the series itself. Yeah. I've, uh, every week, multiple times during the week, I'm, I hear stories of somebody who talks about an encounter they had with their neighbor.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, for these eight, eight weeks or so in a row, he's mm-hmm. like, this happened. Let yeah. me tell you what happened. They want to tell me the stories. So you, it is a good. It's a good feeling. Absolutely, to know that yeah. that we're raising the um, the awareness. Yeah, that of the call to yeah. be a good neighbor. Yeah,
0: yeah, and if if it does, if it does nothing else for people, just to have eyes wide open to other people, um, in that neighborly fashion, is a win for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's a that's a huge huge um, piece for us, and and that's you know we we close out this series, um, but again, our heart is that this is not the end of the series in terms of how people live it out, Mm -hmm. and that's—we continue to pray for that, and I think that's going to be—
1: I had—we did a series uh, called Just Walk Across the Room, based on a book with that same title, and it was was the same idea of reaching out to the neighbor, and sometimes it can be just as easy as a walk across the room and being willing to say, you know, your name and introduce yourself, and— Six months later, somebody was saying the very thing that we are concerned about, and we both Mm -hmm. either talked about it or or had it in our mind, which is this is – oh, no, we both did talk about it. This is not something we're going to have for eight weeks, and then we got that check it off the box, and we're done.
0: Yeah, we talked about loving people, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no more love.
1: I had eight weeks of loving people. Man, that was tough, but I yeah. got it out of my system, <laughs> and was, we're done with it. <laughs> got it out of my system.
0: Now I can just be selfish again. That's yeah, right. thank yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, so you want that. You know, you want so much for that to be a—I you know, want so much for, me, for the things that it was doing in me yeah. to raise my awareness of my neighbors around me mm-hmm. to not go away either.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. We've all talked about our own individual kind of responses to this over the last several weeks, and so I think that's— I pray that that's how people continue to, to live it out. And we shift gears this week coming up. Uh, Pastor Kenny's going to be in our Vine service. John's going to be in the Classic service. New series this Sunday, uh, kind of a modified timeline on a Linton series. We're calling it Deeper. Um, John, you want to tease out what the series is gonna just just a yeah. Quick we wanted little... to
1: come up, follow up with this really outreach oriented, neighbor oriented series to do something that is internal, preparatory for Easter. We, yeah. you know, we're on this journey now that is going to take us up to Resurrection Sunday. And what better way to prepare for that journey to be a part of that journey than to drill deep into our own spiritual being yeah. and get into some of these interior uh, spiritual practices? Yeah. And so we're going to do a series deeper about going deeper in our in our faith. Uh, in the series, looking at these deeper uh, 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 practices. Uh, beginning with, we want, shall we talk about the the themes across the week? Just
0: a little tease, not a not want to spoil the
1: whole thing. Okay. Right? Beginning with uh, this week, which is about um, encountering God in the quiet.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Kenny's got Kenny's going to be doing that in Vine. John's going to be in Classic, and it's going to be uh, I think as challenging as some people may have taken the call to love neighbor as self. Uh, the call to be quiet in a very loud, uh, fast-paced culture is going to be even tougher. So mm-hmm. I'm glad um, I'm glad you guys are preaching that, not me, because I'm going to need to be listening myself uh, to, to, for that as well, too. But for anybody that's missed any one of the seri- messages in this series, Won't You Be My Neighbor? I encourage you to check out our website, fpclakeland.org, or on our YouTube page, search for FPC Lakeland. Also, if you want to go back and listen to any... Episode in the Armchair Preaching podcast. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when a new episode drops. Thank you guys once again for hanging
1: out, Kenny. He, Kenny, dream. you think Zach says that in his sleep when he talks in his sleep? He, <laughs> he says, he "Sure, a bit. says <laughs> sleep. so naturally." He now. does. <laughs>
2: No script involved. <laughs> no needed. script
0: involved. nothing written down, just all there. The opening is the same way I could do the opening in my sleep too. but thank you guys for hanging out yeah, once again to be week. here and we'll uh, uh, see you guys uh, next week.